Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Left Turns and Loud Noises, episode 37. Today is Wednesday, October 2nd. I am your host, Anthony Dietrich. I am joined, as always, by my wonderful partner in crime, Kevin Costello. What's good? Everything. Everything's great. Uh, Kyle Larson advanced to the next round. We got a good good weekend at the Roval, so it's kind of hard to complain. I will definitely go ahead and say we had a lot of fun at the Roval. Uh, first things first, I just want to say I'm really happy to see a lot of these best friends groups in NASCAR really, you know, flourishing. I was really happy to see that Bubba saw that Alex Bowman was very dehydrated and absolutely needed some some extra cooling. So it's good to see that friendships in NASCAR still exist after the great uh, agricultural war of 2019. Yeah, they say these drivers just hate each other. And when you see acts of kindness like that after the race, you know, when they're all frustrated because they didn't win everything, to see another driver go over to a driver and help cool them down, just something you don't get that back in the old days, let me tell you. Yeah, and you know, honestly, I think it's even bigger of Bowman because Bowman just saw like a giant spider on Bubba's car. I don't think any NBC really pointed that out. There was a giant arachnid on Bubba's car and Bowman was just trying to find a good spot on the track to to get it off the car for him unfortunately it it spun Bubba out but I mean you know and and Bubba just was giving him the the classic sign language sign for hey there's a giant spider on my car get it off yeah exactly I'm not sure what was uh he's doing it for three laps I mean come on guys it was a problem there (laughs) I mean if if you're driving down in your new car and I see a spider on it I'm I'm taking you out my new car (laughs) I would hope someone just rams into the side of me uh, while I'm driving up the highway to be like, hey, man, there's a giant spider or, or, or scorpion on your car. There's a scorpion on my car. I'm getting out and blowing the car up. Yeah, <laughs> those, those things are terrifying. So we had a really fun weekend at the Roval. Obviously, the major story is the Bowman and Bubble uh, drama. But I mean, I think that when you look at it, the Roval, once again, was just so full of storylines. and was so much fun. I, this was almost as much fun as last year, if you, if you ask me. Yeah, I feel like it even was, though I wasn't there. Yeah, fun for like the different reasons. Obviously, last year was no one knew what to expect, and it was just pure mm-hmm. chaos. This one we had a little bit of what to expect, but I feel like we had more drama and more stories throughout the race. Hmm. Absolutely. Sorry, I'm I'm chewing a little bit, so I apologize if that <laughs> gets picked up in the mic. Um, like like we had the recovery of. The decade, I'd say, second, yeah, pretty much because Truex got bumped and it was with 75 to go, but Truex restarts in third. Chase Elliott just yeets it into turn one <laughs> straight up, like, and I love that he says that's completely my fault. Yeah, I mean, who else is following to be? It's the one driving the car. I mean, it, it absolutely. He just he was playing Mario Kart and he just found the shortcut, but it like they patched it literally as soon as he found it. NASCAR's like, oh, shit. yep, so. That was huge because I thought he had so much damage on the car. There's no way he's winning that. But if you looked at his lap times, nothing really fell off too much. He got new tires. He was back in the pack, and he was just still making moves. And I think that it was obviously he was extremely benefited by the fact that there were so many cautions at the end of the race, which we'll get to that in a second. But, you know, Chase Elliott, 
I think that's far more impressive than what Truex did. That's two weeks in a row that the winner of the race has spun out yeah. or crashed and yeah. won. So um, I, I think by ta- the, by the definition, by Talladega next weekend, the winner is going to have to be on his roof. <laughs> I was literally thinking earlier today, hey, when's the last time like a leader got wrecked from the lead and still came back and win? And I was like, wait, it literally think- happened last week. <laughs> well, but he didn't really get damaged. Well, to, I mean, to like be officially involved yeah. in a caution, the last caution – not even the last caution on the race, but like but from the yeah. lead to come back and yeah. Yeah, Chase Elliott's car was dominant. Honestly, though, he doesn't get all those cautions, probably still wins that race just because how dominantly fast he was. That car was so well tuned. Chase Elliott just, he muscles his way through, I believe it's turn four. Um, one, two, three. Yeah, turn four, he gets such a good run off that corner. And then in turn five, he's one of the bravest drivers because that is such a fast corner. Yes. You're taking that. You're taking that. And if you downshift into that, then you're having a hard time into turn six. But man, Chase Elliott just made it look easy. He was forcing the, the, he was forcing the issue with all the drivers. I know with Brad Keselowski during one of them, I'm looking at him go two wide in turn five. And I'm like, there's no way like Keselowski's yeah. going to slam the door and it's going to, it's going to chop the nose off. But they knew how fast Chase was. They didn't want any of that business. And that was, that was a lot of fun. So congratulations on Chase. And by the way, honestly burnout of the century right there if you ask um, me that, I, was, that was electric i probably haven't laughed that hard during a broadcast since roval <laughs> last year <laughs> just because like just... when he was like you see him you know going towards turn one and then he just starts ripping it where he literally hit the wall like, that is so clever that was incredible and they, and you'll, they say you won't see personality <laughs> and i'm like come on now look at him Chase winning that race is so good for NASCAR too, and oh yeah, such a popular win, especially in Charlotte. Um, obviously, Dawsonville, the uh, pool room was going banana sandwich again, um, but it was just so much fun to see that. And then for him to get, a, I didn't even notice until I watched the replay that he got out of his car after that and was just standing on it, like, "Are you not entertained?" The, the that was, probably that was so awesome. The best gift of the year is him getting out of the car and like putting his arm up in the air as the smoke's billowing out in the back as he's rolling yeah that's like that's that's so cool absolutely absolutely give the air right there that was so we had a very electric um win right there so let's talk about the playoff standings um next real quick so you got those pulled up real quick right uh yes in my head (laughs) oops i have to go on reddit one second okay who did, uh, do you know off the top of your head if any, of the, any of the four of us predicted the first four out? I want to say I don't the, think so. this real quick. I have actually, I'm very proud of myself. I predicted both Richmond and Roval victories. So, very nice. Shouts out to me. Yeah, no, I'm doing really well. I did, I picked Logano to win Vegas, but you know, honestly, this has been, uh, this has been good playoffs for me so far. Yeah. So, okay, here we go. I got it right here. So first things first, let's talk about Alex Bowman. Obviously, you know, the big story was him and Bubba. That's such early on in the race. And I saw everyone just kind of like being like very hard on Bowman. Like, you know, you have a bigger picture to focus on wrecking Bubba, even though he's kind of driving like a dickhead. It's like not really like necessary right now. But Bowman muscled through that. He was also huge benefactor of all those cautions at the end of the race. Which, in the end, really screwed over Newman, minus the fact that Newman just completely overshot a corner. Yeah, I, I tweeted out or posted something somewhere with like 30 to go saying, I'm giving up my lifelong dream of being a crew chief if Bowman somehow makes these playoffs. He was like 15th or... It was, it was far. He wasn't close to the lead. And then Newman and a bunch of other drivers were in front of him. I'm like, there's no way. And then he just drove up through the field past literally everyone except for uh, Chase Elliott. And... No one was catching him. They carried the points. I was saying Bowman needed Chase Elliott to pull a Ferrari team move to basically give um give him the win. Yeah, uh, I'm glad that didn't happen. Yeah, I don't I'm think glad that we didn't have to deal up. with that. I'm really glad we didn't have to deal Literally, with that. That would have been... Not that it would have come to it, but this is how the conversation would come up. Hey, uh, Chase, it's uh, Rick Hendrick. I know it's three to go. You're in the league, <laughs> but we're going to need you to back off. And Chase goes, nope. <laughs> hey chase it's james we're gonna need you to just lower your pace a little bit and also alex bowman needs your kidney 
Uh, thank you. <laughs> like yeah. that, uh, Newman did really play himself there. Almirola wasn't giving him an ounce of space there on that last run. And I mean, well, if it's it, if it's Phoenix or Isom Raceway, and it's the same scenario, and Chase is already locked in with a win, and he's leading yeah. that race with two to go, and Bowman's right behind him. I don't even. Oh, think that's your competition for the championship. Because I feel like you'd rather like, and, and you have the potential to knock Kyle Busch out or something. I think you'd literally. 200 IQ plays, because it's not like playoff points matter going in at Homestead. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're, obviously the race win, I don't think anyone's going to give up a race win, but if you're thinking about more of the championship and competition and whatnot, I think you would let Bowman pass. Yeah. But I Although feel like Bowman in the is- moment, all you're, fi- all you're focusing on is the win, and oh yeah, my team can beat any team out there type of thing, so I doubt I'm anyone. sure it was relayed to him, the information about the points, but Chase wasn't really like, you could tell, though, once Newman messed up, Chase was putting down some really fast laps after that, the last two laps. Yeah, Chase did not give up. He, he was just so good there. I don't, I don't know what – I don't know who talked to him he stayed between... stagnant for. I think he stayed stagnant for three laps, I think. Unless Bowman, Bowman was just putting too. down blistering laps. But, no, they were both gap in the field. I don't know who talked to Chase. I just didn't really the, think uh, Bowman was really all that good at road horses. In 2018 offseason, he just – Mm-hmm. Since then, he's been lights out. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, he finished, I want to say, fourth at the Roval last year. So he had. Yeah, well, I mean, anyone could have finished fourth at the Roval last year the way things went. But I mean, not even that. Like, I think Sonoma, didn't he have a really good run there, too? Honestly, like off the top of my head, I'm not sure. I don't remember him being like. So that, that feels like years ago. Yeah. Well, I can look um, in a minute. But all right. So the drivers eliminated Eric Almarola, Ryan Newman, Kurt Busch, and of course, our golden boy, Eric Jones. Yeah, now to get a round of 16 for the Eric's. Yeah, so um, as far as things go, none of us got that correct um, in the the four. I can actually go grab that right now. But, um, yeah, nothing really changed too much. But you look at the guys that are now on that bubble. I mean, guys that going into that race need to have good races. Boyer had a great race, all things considered. Um, William Byron, didn't he win stage one? William Byron. Well, he was doing really good in stage almost one. Almost right? one stage read, one. Yeah, yeah. Almost one stage one. He was doing really, really well right there. So, yeah, Willie By- Byron looked great. Kyle Larson, though, I mean, he's just keeping himself in it and just essentially, you know, I was really hoping that the NASCAR gods would be kind to give us a Larson uh, Chase Elliott battle. I don't think we've ever gotten one of those. Well, yeah. no, let me well, rephrase that Michigan, Michigan. Michigan and then Talladega Fall 2017, they were both leading the race with like 10 to go and they wrecked mm-hmm. out together. Oh, yeah. So how could I forget and or remember? I was there. <laughs> so I want to point out Alex also picked Chase Elliott to win the race. So me and Alex got wins so far. You guys yeah, are looking. I... Well, no, actually, you, Methy also picked Truex at, uh... or no, he didn't know. I picked Truex last week. Yeah, you guys all suck. Yeah, I suck. Well, I still have, what, seven of my final eight intact? Okay, listen. Yeah, as far as things go, none of us got it right. I like I picked Newman, Byron, Almiral, Larson as the first four out. You had Newman, Almiral, Bowman, Blaney. You were so close on that, actually. Blaney yeah. was having a massive, terrible race, so yeah, he Jeremy, needs to get that, together. For all, the, for all the hate that Jeremy Bullens gets, which I think some of it is deservedly so yeah <laughs> yeah wait one second he he did make a really good call to take i want to say it's fuel only and he jumped a bunch of guys in the pits yeah well blaney needed to do something that car would look yeah. terrible yeah. that car was running 27th most of the time i was checking so i was like mm-hmm. it wasn't looking great all right alex had almiral byron jones and bowman so i mean it looks like everyone just got two picks correct except for methy who got zero picks right <laughs> Because he went all bees. Poor Matt. He texted me also on Sunday and said, I can't believe I picked everyone who <laughs> stayed in. <laughs> I'm an idiot. And I'm like, no, you're not. You're just messy. <laughs> so, well, shouts out. If the playoffs were to have another cut right now, all, all the four bees are below the cut line. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, it is definitely going to be interesting. So, this round we have Dover, Talladega, and then I believe we go to Kansas. Kansas, yes. Okay. No one remembers Kansas, but Kansas, I remember ha- Kansas, Kansas I like always Kansas. has the potential to be a shit show, i.e. 2017. Yeah. Um, so we definitely 
are getting into the grimier part of the playoffs right now. And with Talladega, obviously, in the middle, it's, it it's going to get very interesting. It's it going to get very interesting. Yeah, <laughs> it does loom. So we'll get to that. Um, finishing off the Roval, though, um, just want to give a couple shouts out here. Kevin, you got any uh, shouts out? Uh, yeah, shout out to Michael McDowell for passing kidney stones on Friday, right before yeah. first practice. Coming back at the track later today, later in the day to qualify and finishing 12th in the race, which I think is his best finish of the season since the Daytona 500. Yeah, that's that's literally without being a pun, like a ballsy move right there. That is <laughs> that is that's a man's man. So shouts yeah. out McDowell. Like I was very excited for the potential um, first career Cindric race and cup, especially at a road course in a car. By the way, McDowell was running that top 10 most today. Like every oh, time yeah. I, they showed him in seventh, I'm like, he hasn't pit, right? Like, no, he was just running really well. So, shouts out McDowell for having a good race. Also, shouts out to our boy, Matty, Matty uh, D. He looked he looked great, as always, on the road course. I think this is his worst road course finish this season. Yeah, he's finished, like, fourth, sixth, and now... Uh, it's all downhill of... from here. <laughs> hey, he's also... gonna, no, he's going to look great next year in that 21 car, because oh, yeah. if I recall, Menard was also having a good run in the first stage and second stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also... Uh, a moral victory, I guess, for Ty Dillon, because the Dillon brothers are probably the worst road course racers for full-time cup drivers right now. Mm-hmm. And that was the top 15. That's that's literally like a win for Ty yeah. Dillon at this type of track. You want to hear something really sad? Go for it. If Jimmy Johnson had made the playoffs instead of Ryan Newman, he would have made the playoffs the next yeah. round on points. Jimmy had a good – he finished, what, 11th? Yeah, ninth. Uh, 9th. Highest finish, highest finishing non-chase drive playoff yeah. driver. No, like it, again, the, he finished 11th at Vegas, 10th at uh, Richmond, 9th. Yeah, at he would have absolutely have beaten out. Um, the he so definitely that, would have beaten out Eric Jones. <laughs> if that trend continues, Jimmy Johnson is our 2020 Daytona 500 champ. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, if you heard it here first, Jimmy Johnson. Well, I don't know. There's a couple races in between that. There is the clash, the duels, or whatever the fuck they call them. You know, all that good stuff in between. Yeah, so, you're, right. Know. you're right. Jimmy Johnson's just going to start going into negative numbers after. Yeah. No, <laughs> so speaking think... about negative numbers, though, um, we didn't really actually touch on poor Eric Jones. Just um, RIP yeah. to that man's season. Just one of the worst ways to go out, too. Like, he doesn't even get a chance to fight through the end of it. Just gets taken out early. I have a he didn't. He didn't want this. This these hands. I have a theory. Hit me with it. So, remember, after his win at Darlington, uh, the next race was Indy. So mm-hmm. he, it was like a couple to go in the first stage. He goes mm-hmm. down in there on Brad Kozlowski, hit Kozlowski, oh, yeah. and they both wrecked. I think that hit transferred the luck from the 20 car to the two car, because Brad's been running better lately. Oh, yeah, no, Brad, I thought that Brad might like have a lackluster playoffs. He's not looked too bad. So I think definitely doesn't look like a champion, but it's not science for sure. But I'm um I'm, I'm saying if that's where the bad luck came from out of Eric Jones, it makes sense. It's like it is like the horseshoe up Jimmy's ass. Has it's like right after the All Star fight where uh, Boyer and Newman got into it. Boyer was running good, and after that, nope. And then after that, Newman was so. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. It takes a so... while to to end clearly since Bowman. Or, uh, did Chase Elliott make Never. contact with Martin Truex Jr. then? At uh, any point in that race? Cause... Probably through his rampage. Yeah, let's, let's be honest. It was the Rebel. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, wow. I, you, you might be onto something there mm-hmm. with that. Um, but either way, yeah, poor Eric Jones didn't have a finish better than 36th in the, in the first round. Gets absolutely punted out of the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, never really stood a chance. And I'm sure Joe Gibbs is not pleased about that. He's like, we could have had Christopher Bell there. You signed this guy to a freaking contract after he won, and then he's done nothing since. Yeah, I think it was like Eric Jones signs a contract. All right, I'm ahead of It's the Fitzpatrick way. I'm telling you, you perform <laughs> until you get the contract, and then you suck. And then once your contract's up, you're like, all right, time to perform. Did he dress like an absolute stud after that, though? Because that's the only way I could I could put him in the Fitzpatrick category. I mean, Fitzpatrick literally impregnated his wife with the way he looked. Like, I'm just saying. And half America. <laughs> I'm, I, yeah, I'm just saying. Hey, man, uh, fins up, baby, fins up. Um, so rounding out the 
field for got nothing really going other than this, <laughs> other than Ryan Newman can't really. Uh... I didn't notice until right now. Chastain in the Wait, what number? What? Holy uh, crap! Yeah, Chastain in twenty seconds. Holy crap! On the track too. Did he really? Okay, so you want to jump real quick to NASCAR's inability to th- understand what a caution flag is? Yeah, again? I, I agree. What in the world was know. that? I don't, I don't know. know. Daniel Suarez, so this is the best way to describe it. Daniel Suarez spins off the track at one point and is just completely off minding his own business caution. Daniel Suarez gets absolutely his hood eaten by <laughs> Daniel Hemrick on the last lap, putting down fluid that I could see on the track that everyone slipped in coming to the the checkered flag eh, no caution like I, I don't understand nascar's logic by any stretch of the imagination i, I don't get it <laughs> yeah i was i like after the was it priest who brought out the first car i was like i don't know there was so many spins though going on like you know there was definitely a lot of stuff going on and like nascar just wasn't consistent with it and that's I my just... thing you yeah, I don't know why throw we're throwing cautions when you want, but be consistent with how you throw them. I don't know why why they were throwing single car or cautions for single car spins at road courses. Yeah, like, road courses that, have yeah. these things called local yellows. It's no, like, I get that we don't have that now. Literally, just don't throw the caution. <laughs> like I don't feel like it changed anything dramatically. Um, yeah, we had that one incident with bowman and jones after that but i don't think jones had winning speed and wasn't going to advance anyways and then bowman still ended up making it and i don't know lots of sketchy things nascar being sketchy is just kind of a common i'll be a lot more pissed that they aren't consistent on ovals but i guess road courses i mean there's still no excuse for i i don't know what a caution (laughs) is at the road but um, well, I think that if a car cannot physically be moved and is in a position that it would be like in, the line in of trouble, fire. you yeah. know, like Ross Chastain being stalled on the back straightaway and no caution for that, that's kind of like, okay. Um, but like Daniel Suarez is so far out of the way and he was getting the car moving. It wasn't like completely stalled. Like, I don't know. It was a weird, weird scene. I wasn't a fan. Yeah, it was a weird scene. You know, it's neither here nor there. Daniel Suarez finishes in 34th. Yuck. Um, Also, um, that last um, caution uh, should not have taken as long as it did because, like, they should have red flagged it immediately that late in the race. It it just was pissing me off that they were going to green and then three times they're like, oh, no, wait. Oh, no, Garrett Smithley's dropping fluid literally everywhere. Like, it was just a mess. Wasn't a fan. Yeah. Well, classic. Still got a good. I th- I still thought it was a great race. Besides, yeah, that's the only thing I, I had wrong race. about the race. I thought the racing was good. I thought the turtle. I, I felt like it was. Play. I felt like it was easier to pass this year. Oh, for sure. That new passing zone, by the way, A plus by NASA. Oh yeah, A plus. I love the new passing, the new braking zone on the back straightaway. It's like really good. You can make a move on the outside, honestly, on it, which is really impressive. It's a great chicane. Get a great run off of it, and or send Bubba into the wall. Um, so honestly, a good time had by all. I, I think that the turtles did their job again, and it's just so much fun seeing cars on two wheels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, all right, so let's move along to the Xfinity race. So, just a little um thing I went to, um, I went to the USF UCF game on Saturday. I'd never been, I was visiting my buddy who was married, so I only got to see about half that race. And then, um, Kevin, you saw the last six laps. Yeah, so together we so, watched almost a full race. So shout yeah, out we to almost that. watched about 70% of that <laughs> race. Pretty, pretty good, honestly, yeah. on us. Um, so let me pull up those results. So what did you think? I mean, AJ Allmendinger, it's, it, it, was, it was like this was coming. This, is, this was going to happen sooner or later, that AJ Allmendinger was going to win an Xfinity race, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, I mean, good for him. I like AJ. Love, um, love the Dinger. Always a fan. And he's, um, he's a... is it? Oh, he's fired out, man, when he wins. You oh, know? yeah, no. I, I love AJ. I hate to see it. Whenever he pulls it off. So, looking at the standings or the, the results here, out of the um, playoff drivers, I did see that Justin Haley got into trouble again earlier in the race. And that's just tough. Justin Haley, like, is probably not going to make that next round now, and that sucks. Our boy Brandon Jones finishing 16th. He's not a road course driver, so at least he didn't crash. If he did, I didn't see it. Um... Oh, I guess we can say Christopher Bell's not a road course driver anymore. He finished in 12th. Yeah, he didn't win. Yep, didn't win. (laughs) Guess he's not a road course driver. Um, But yeah, I mean, Tyler Reddick finishing in second, and we'll get to some Tyler Reddick news in a second here, but uh, 
overall looking Alex LeBay. Can we just give him a shout yeah. out for a six place yeah. finish? Was that natural or like, I yeah. obviously, yeah. Oh, good for him. I didn't know that he was that going to be that good in the 90. Yeah. It's awesome. Either. Jeremy Clements. Um, the only Canadian. In yes, sir. The only, yes. only non. Oh, speaking of Canadians in the field though, there was a uh, report that James Hinchcliffe was going to be in that race and maybe the cup what? race in, in the Spire 77, but Wicked oh. was uh, this past weekend. Yeah, so, and yeah. oh man, that was that 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 that, that tugged that at all so the cool. in my heart. By the way, yeah, mm. yeah, that would have been cool. Hinchcliffe, you know, he's doing the um the Bathers. Yeah. With Rossi, right? Yeah, with my boy Rossi. That's pretty cool. And it's funny because we literally just talked about that last week with um yeah. Alex. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Joe Nemechek. Shouts out Joe for finishing 22nd at one of the hardest tracks on the schedule. Like, dude's like almost 60, I think. And he's just out here like, you know, doing much better than uh, some of the playoff drivers. Yeah, my, uh, I had a friend in my class. Friend Rojo. Her dad is like works with Preston Partis somehow so he was at Preston the Robles. Partis yes oh yeah right here in the 43 and I was he like, got yeah. in some trouble cool yeah he got spun by Harrison Burton <laughs> with like three to go yep. <laughs> that's tough tough scene tough scene um indeed. shouts out Lawson I'm gonna say this incorrectly Wallace Allen all right <laughs> Lawson Aschenbach oh wait um, different guy different guy Never mind. yeah I was gonna say who are you <laughs> talking about There's our a- boy in the zero car um finishes in 14th like damn son i know i remember alex telling me about him um because we were going to Watkins Glen. he's like that guy is can drive mm-hmm. and sh- yeah clearly i mean that's a great finish yeah. for the guy i think that's his second race this season if i recall i think he did also did one of the um yeah he that is his second race he's 35 years old wow Ooh. but he did mid ohio and finished in 28th and finishes 14th here and that moved garrett over actually to the four car which four car looked nice Always good to see Garrett in the four, but uh, didn't didn't finish the results he wanted. Sadly, yeah, road courses are tough. Surprise. Okay, yeah. let's look at you want to look at the standings real quick here and just give you. A, so there's one race till the cutoff, and that's gonna be at Dover. So this should be very stressful for the Jones gang. All right, so right now it's four drivers get eliminated. Correct. Yes. So we got Brand Jones, Nemechek, Sieg, and Haley on the cut line. Um, looking like, uh, God, I hate having to do it like this. <laughs> this is so annoying. So, Brand Jones and John Hunter Nemechek are tied in points. They're 11 behind Michael and Ned. Um, Gragson is kind of safe. I feel like everyone in fifth or better is safe right now, for the most part. Obviously, barring an absolute nightmare. Yeah. Um, I don't see any of those guys down there really winning a Dover, but you never know what can happen. Brandon Jones, baby. Dude, I it's really don't want to see Brandon Jones get eliminated here. Yeah. But we're rooting for him here on the podcast, at least. Man, next week I'm definitely going to try and actually watch, or this week I'm going to try and watch the whole um, Xfinity race, but I know I won't get to. Yeah, me too. I haven't watched a full Xfinity race in a while just because Hey, there's no way that you could miss it. There's no FSU game this weekend. Mm-hmm. I thought it was Clemson weekend. I told this girl, I was like, I'm I'm excited to see the Clemson game with you, and she's like, "That's funny because there's no FSU game this week." I'm like, F. "Oh, woof." <laughs> so, um, but yeah, not not a great scene. Um, that we haven't been paying attention to what we've been pretty much waiting for all year with the expanding. So, I mean, that, I've been that, paying attention. It's just I've literally been busy. Yeah, doing we can't other really things. watch though. We're busy. Like we're busy adult young adults. We're doing. I know, right? Hate it. Well, Sunday is the only day that nothing? we can sit in front of a TV and do nothing. So, You're right. All right. Um, moving along, there was no truck race this weekend, so let's go ahead and hit it. Uh, Kevin, you ready for the F1 minute? Oh, I am. It's the F1 minute. Okay. So, um, I didn't physically get to watch this race either, but I caught a 15 minute replay. Thank you F1, by the way, for uploading your videos so much quicker than NASCAR. Um, this was, uh, interesting because the Ferraris played, um, Played Mercedes this weekend with a classic, hey, Seb, can you mind backing off a little bit for Leclerc type move? And then Sebastian Vettel, literally after pitting, just blows up. Yeah. Yeah. And that handed Um, the win to Mercedes. (laughs) Yeah, Mercedes just got handed a win. It was like the first time we'd seen Mercedes really win a race, I think, in a while, it feels like. Four races. It's been forever. Wow, that it honestly felt like (laughs) an eternity. But um, 
yeah, that's. I think that that's just another bad move on on Ferrari again. I don't really know how else to put it. I love Sochi. I think that's a really cool track. But um, like I get why Leclerc was frustrated because you're on the pole. Mm-hmm. And Always, it was a yeah. little bit of like at a disadvantage at that point because people can slipstream behind you with the way that track is. But like, oh yeah, that's freaking racing. If you want to get him back, go up there and pass him. Yeah, you have a better car than him. Go get him, Leclerc. Yeah. Like Leclerc is becoming a little bit of a I deserve all this. No one deserves anything. Go up there. I don't like those guys. That's racing. Chase Elliott wasn't like, you know what, guys, I hit the wall. Uh, but I'm gonna need everyone to pull over now. He yeah. muscled his way through no. the damn field. Yeah, exactly. So that's the difference right there between yep. the men and the boys and people from America and people from Monaco, obviously. We. We we. Um I did not realize, by the way, until about two weeks ago, he was from Monaco. I thought he was French, so. He's a Monegaskian. Technically French. Yeah, Monegaskian. That's such a fired thing, though, to be able to say. Monegaskian. So, yeah. Shouts out Red Bull, by the way. They've been qualifying like doo-doo and just keep finishing in the top six. <laughs> so, like, I, they are the – Alexander Albon's the most exciting driver in Formula 1 right now because he always starts so far back. I think in this race he started in 20th. <laughs> Finishes in fifth. I love yeah. Alexander Albon. He really is becoming my favorite driver right now. Um, and shouts out McLaren, by the way, sixth and eighth. Um, they've just been they've been so on point this year. I, I don't know yeah, how else to put it. Clearly, I I was like you had some news by the way that you were t- talking uh, about. What, so what was going on with uh, Lando Norris? Yeah, so I I just went on Instagram and I saw a thing that Lando Norris signed with mercedes not like to drive but like an official contract i think it's also because the uh mercedes and mclaren announced a partnership for 2021 where mercedes wow it's almost like they did that like 20 years ago exactly so maybe (laughs) after botas leaves norris goes to mercedes or something yeah that would be a good move i mean norris is clearly one of the most talented young drivers i love lando yeah, he'll get some wins out of that because I know Hamilton will be in the tail end of his career. So I'm just looking on the F1 uh, subreddit right now to see what. Bold of you to assume it. Hamilton won't be racing for another 90 years. That's cur- yeah. What am I saying? Hamilton's literally going like Hamilton's not even that old either. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! When you think about it, like Hamilton has a shot at 100 wins. Yeah. Ugh, I I don't have a problem with it. Oh, man, I'm just looking at the F1 subreddit. It's like uh, reactions to the F1 world. Lewis Hamilton joining Mercedes around this time in 2012. And I remember that. Everyone's like, that's a stupid move. You should have stayed with McLaren. You're an idiot. <laughs> Oops. 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 Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that's just. Yeah, I don't see anything about that. But if that is a true rumor, I'm about it. Ooh, Ferrari F1 driving in a Mola circuit. Hell yes. Hate that track slash love that track. Which one? Amola. It's the um. Oh, that's oh, Amola F1 car. Amola. Yeah. Oh, I I call it Amola because it's a mole on this planet. I'm kidding. Um, this is the top comment. It's, it's a crime that we don't race at Amola, but race at Sochi and Paul Richard. <laughs> I actually like the French Grand Prix. Get out of here. Do you it's know? A, it's a shame that we don't race at Nurburgring, even though that track is so tiny. <laughs> Like, in comparison to, like, the width of it. Like, you can't really pass there. Um, all right. Okay, that was the F1 minute. Took a little bit there. Yeah, all right. Fun. Okay, so let's make some quick old picks here real quick. I got to get on the road to Tampa. So let's see what time are we at. Oh, we're, doing, we're making great time. Oh, yeah, we're doing great. Short episode. Hell, yeah. All right, so this weekend we got Dover coming up for the boys. Um, should be a fun race. Um, as far as our picks went... Um, in the beginning, we have Methy picked Harvick. You picked Larson to win this race, which honestly, the way that he's been driving, that, that might be a good pick. I like um, it. Alex also picked Kevin Harvick, and I picked Chase to repeat. So I'm looking pretty solid on, on my picks right now. And I'm probably going to stay yeah. the same right now because I'm two for my last three on those. So let's, let's go ahead and get it since I got it last week with um, that pick, and I actually did pick it in the picks. Um, I believe I get to go first. Did you see the new Harvick paint scheme for this weekend? What is it? So it's the Bush beer paint scheme, but instead of Bush, it says Harvick. <laughs> eh, well, it's perfect like for the, the children. Yeah, it's, it's like, like the diecast. It's like, it's like NASCAR heat. That's fine. I want an ice cold Brad. <laughs> <laughs> of course, nothing, nothing refreshes me more than a freezing cold 
Kevin Harvick. Yeah, no, they're like we're tired of uh, Kurt Busch and Kyle Busch getting all the uh, free publicity with our name or with their names on the side of our car. So we're just gonna say it as Harvick. <laughs> I love Bush, by the way. They've been oh, an incredible. Geniuses. They've been such a great sponsor, and I know that for Talladega, they're probably gonna have that orange car, which I'm always a fan of. So yeah, probably. Oh man, I'm hey man, I'm telling you right now, bringing that 18 case of uh, Bush into the track. That's, Lar- that's, at that's at Talladega, Larson's going to be in the Tal- or in the uh, McDonald's scheme, so let's make sure to take a oh, couple no. steps back from the uh, the catch fence and the closing laps. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where how close how close are our seats, by the way. Or oh, we can sit famous. literally front row if we wanted to, but usually well, I we don't want like... to. I don't want to be anywhere near the front. Yeah, row. usually like, we sit like 15 uh, rows back. When I went to Daytona, I sat in the third row, like the third section up, not even like and I was mm-hmm. all the way at the top. That's why you saw yeah. me on TV. But like, that's the best view I've ever oh, had yeah. for a race, I feel. Yeah, like. no, it's going to be so a if lot. We can get up there. Again. We should go up there. No, it's, it's, we got to stay in the college section, man. It's fun there. Okay. Yeah. It's fun there, but I don't want to blow up. You'll be fine. <laughs> I'll be drunk. All right. So <laughs> let me go here. We're going to go back to our old way of picking. We'll do it again the way we did it at the Roval for Talladega. Because it's Dover, it's a normal race. We'll do, yeah. we'll do normal picks. So it goes dark horse, favorite, sleeper. So I'll go mm-hmm. first, my dark horse. So for this weekend, my dark horse, I'm going to go ahead and um, move over to a, a team that has been doing pretty decent. And I think that... This driver has had experience at Dover and might actually show off a little bit, get us himself a top 15 if he's lucky and can keep himself out of trouble. I think Ryan Priest might have a good race. I think he does much better at these shorter tracks. And it's about time that we have we start talking more positive about Priest. We haven't really said anything good about him since I feel like Richmond. Of yeah, the spring. there hasn't been much good to say. <laughs> yeah, which is a, a shame. But obviously yeah. the safe pick is always Chris Busher, but I don't even know if we can put Busher there. Busher's just been ridiculous yeah i all right all right my dark horse since you left it open uh it's a 750 horsepower track oh, shit. Means, didn't realize you know, that which, which means the 95 car will actually run good <laughs> and mm. so yeah that's been another yeah no good pick good pick can't can't mm. can't fault you for for a guy that does very well on the faster horsepower package it's almost as if he's really good at being a normal nascar driver wow um all right so my favorite i am going to since i have been doing so well with my picks as of lately i'm gonna just stick with what i picked i'm I'm doing great with it until i'm gonna keep doing it until it doesn't work anymore going with the boy chase elliott back-to-back wins he's gotta he's gotta fulfill his destiny where i said he wins four four i believe he's say four or three um, I said that Chase Elliott wins two to four chase races this year, so right. and I need him in the final four, so true. Yeah, all right. So I think this is the year. Because I already have my Larson pick secured from the sure. uh from the original. I'm not gonna pick him. Although I do think he he runs well because he is pretty good at Dover. Um mm-hmm. that team's running better. Plus CGR now that Kurt Bush is out is gonna focus all their support on that car. Uh, who am I gonna go with? Hmm. Wow, that's a tough one. I feel like I go with the guy that won in spring. Nah, it's too easy. It's almost like he's won two playoff races. Also, all right, Martin (laughs) Truex. He talked me into it. Oh, perfect! He walked right into my trap card. Yep. I'm not sure what card you're playing. It says that Martin Truex Jr. is going to uh, spin out in lap 131 and retire because he's bored. All right, you heard it here first. Oh, wait, can I just can I just go back to the Roval real quick? Shouts out Kyle Busch for just straight up quitting. Oh, yeah, uh, rage quit. <laughs> we didn't talk about that. Real no, quick, we did not. Kyle Busch just straight up said, nah, fuck this shit. I'm, I'm out. out. <laughs> that was incredible. I have no uh, qualm about it because he's not winning the race. He's, he's a couple laps down. He's not having a good day. Car was he literally has already, nothing to gain. Already locked in. No reason to to, to mess like it, it, no reason to do anything that could get you hurt yeah. and or make you frustrated. Just goes backwards on the tractor and red flag and says, yeah. See y'all at Dover. So mm-hmm. shouts out. Shouts Shout out, out Kyle So my sleeper. Man, Kevin, I'm gonna have to do this to you. Uh, I'm gonna have to do this to you. I have because he did it to me at Bristol. I'm taking Kyle Larson. 
I mean, I already took him in the original poll, so that doesn't bother me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen here, you little shit. Um, yeah, I'm taking Larson. I I think that last week I was hope praying to the NASCAR gods, and they are just usually a week behind on what I actually am asking them for, i.e. the Bowman victory. So I think that this week Larson and Elliott are going to battle for the win. I think that's what NASCAR fans want to see. And I, I think that's it. what NASCAR fans <laughs> are going to get. Um, and honestly, if Elliot and Larson come down to that checkered flag side by side, um, I might just, you know, poop myself. I'll be that excited. I can't, <laughs> can't even think of anything else I might do. <laughs> yep. All right. I'm going to go with, and I don't know why, I'm just feeling good about this guy, uh, Clint Boyer. Yeah, I know. Like he, he's been consistent. And this is not the same better. Clint Boyer that we saw in the summer. Yeah. He's, he's feeling a little bit better about himself. That's a great pick there. Oh, Has I, he, I feel like he won here, but he like in the 33 car yeah back when he was still at rcr i think he people forget that he ran that 33 car for a couple of years mm-hmm. that was a very lost paint scheme yeah in boyer's career um yeah no that's a good pick and boyer definitely needs to have a good race here because i mean he's not necessarily like like that close on the cut line but if he can give, give himself some good finishes he's not gonna have to deal with a road situation where it's like don't push it too hard don't like get out of my like go if you're faster than me just get around me like he can actually like you know maybe like buckle in for a way yeah there. i mean no matter how this race goes, i thought it was funny his post racer oh, go ahead no matter how this race goes there's gonna be at most one guy feeling good going into talladega and even that's not guaranteed it'll just no. someone who's already out of the playoffs wins the race man talladega is gonna be a nightmare i mean yeah, you I look at the wait. standings though right now <laughs> everyone is pretty good Except for Larson, Blaney, Bowman, Byron, Boyer. No, I, I, I wouldn't say that. I don't. Well, think no, but say... you look at how far ahead they are of the cut line, saying with the points. Saying. Yeah, like I mean, Kurt, not Kurt, um, Rip, uh, Brad and Chase. They're both plus nineteen, which sounds well. Every like single a lot. driver has more than two wins or two or more wins. Logano doesn't matter. Um, but <laughs> yeah, like Logano has twenty nine playoff points. He's doing pretty well for himself right now. Um, yeah, sitting but I'm t- like. All it takes is a uh, like a Joan, a Jones like esque uh, showing thirteenth place finish at Dover to get you. I don't know within ten points, and you rack at Talladega, man. You're below that cut line heading into Kansas. Yeah, well, yeah. we'll see what happens. We got we got a lot ahead of us. Um, so predictions for the Xfinity boys. I think that we pretty much it's not looking good for our guy. I don't see anyone else besides Bell winning this race. <laughs> I'm be honest, he's just so good. The one I meant cut. Tracks. I meant cut, but yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, no, Bell's going to win this race. I, I also feel like Brandon Jones could have a good race here. I'm not going to say win, but I think he could point his way Brandon in. Brandon Jones needs to point his way in if, for, yeah. my, for my own sake, being just selfish here. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, you want to round out the field? I would love to round out the field. Okay, let's round out the field real quick. So um, it's been official. Uh, Tyler Reddick to the eight car this week. Yes. Um news came out today so that's that's something that we knew that was gonna happen nothing nothing really out of the ordinary i was hoping that um childress there's still time for him to say oh no it's not the eight carts we're gonna go back to the 31 car um yeah when they announced hemrick last year they said uh we'll be driving the 31 cars so yeah so there's still and time for that to change. honestly i could see them going like a new direction like bring the freaking 29 back or something uh i don't know about that man <laughs> Or another, I feel like Reddick's the 31 the is most... so much more recognizable with RCR, in my opinion, just because it's like... Like been around longer than 29 and like that three. Reddick's probably the best prospect for uh, RCR since Harvick. Harvick, yeah, boy, no, Boyer, Boyer was boy, Boyer was he was. Boyer was touted when he was coming in because he had won a couple um bush series races at that time and he okay. was coming into the 07 jack daniels car so there was excitement about that because it yeah. was like the first time and by the way that three cart looked great <laughs> so nice so nice so i don't know um reddick definitely is like the best prospect rcr has had in a while no doubt i mean you have guys like austin dillon being moved up it's not like yeah. You know, there's much excitement. I mean, I was excited for Hemrick last year, but he hasn't really lived up to it. Yeah, I, I honestly hype. don't think they'll keep the eight just because Hemrick wanted it because, you know, he's from Kannapolis, and that's where mm-hmm. 
uh, Dale's, the Dales were from. Praise Hail, Praise Dale. Um, but I see, I could, like, and Reddick did make his hub starts this year in the thirty-one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I I could see thirty-one, maybe another number, but it depends who's like. If, Jack Daniels comes back. Maybe, maybe we get the return of the 07. The 07? Oh, <laughs> please, could we get the 07 back? Oh, wait. Well, hell, I mean, is there an actual? No, there's no seven car in Cup anymore. Nope. Just get the. Is it old number seven or old number 07? It's old number seven. No, it's 07. Oh, it is 07. No, not the car, like the actual whiskey. Oh. Like what it says on it. Um, Let me go. Here, go my, to your my sources because mm-hmm, you clearly are not the one who drinks um seven. i want to give seven yeah okay so yeah they could just go with the seven car that would be sexy right there that would be nice direct tv hops back on board oh <laughs> let's go that by the way that direct tv scheme of clint boyer when he was a rookie fire i, um, I, I did like that so uh another cool thing that happened at the roval this weekend jo- joseph newgarden drove um penske uh penske chevy around there in the um, Indy car, right. yep. Yeah, in Indy car. Uh, really cool to see that because I mean those cars can really get around that track very quickly. Oh, he um, ripped and, it. Oh yeah, he he was definitely ripping it around there. Um, it's just cool. Like there's the potential for that in the future, and I hope that happens because that track would work for the Indy cars. I think. Um, you have a good braking zone. You have good passing opportunities. Great push to pass through the middle of the track. Um, it would be fun. And you could maybe even expand it to what it should have been in the first place. With yeah. That extra little uh, S zone. I don't know. That, that, that's up to what IndyCar wants to do. Yeah. I, I liked did it. We, I, I hope that has potential. Did we announce the Roush news on this podcast yet? Yeah, we, we talked about it in the last episode. We did? Okay, just making sure. Yeah. But I don't think we, uh, we mentioned the absolute shot Jack Roush threw at Senhouse. Did not see that. <laughs> he said in the press conference on Friday, we are going to work on our cars being faster and not repairing them after they get damaged. <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> oh. Ooh! <laughs> That's brutal. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, no. So is Newman sticking around for next season? Newman signed through 2021. That, I mean, hey, not a bad, not a bad deal by yeah. Roush there. Um... Yeah, no, that's that, that's hilarious. I love that. Roush honestly has been the surprise of the season with how they performed, especially Newman. But that's just Newman. That is just how Newman is. He's still a great driver. He's like Matt Kenseth. Like you can put him in anything, and he'll find a way to win a race. He is just so talented. So, mm-hmm. shouts out to Ryan Newman. He'll be back next year, hopefully. Uh, Maybe make the round at 12. I, I will say this was sad to see his daughter, like, just like, you know, rubbing his head and like, just trying to like, cool him cheer off him and up. make him feel, cheer him up. Cause that's, yeah. that's rough. Cause Newman obviously, you know, had it. He, he, it was, maybe he doesn't have the position based on where he was running at the time or even the tiebreaker, but he, he had the potential to go work for it. And then he threw it away on his own just mishap, brain fart. I don't know. So yeah. that's just tough. But what are you going to do? I don't really have too much else for uh, Chase Elliott. Now I know there's more. More career wins than Kyle Larson. Yeah, um, Chase Elliott Which has is weird. the most wins of any driver that's also debuted in the 2010. Yeah. Um, at six. Yeah. To put this in perspective, when, it, when 2010 rolled around, Jimmy Johnson had 55 wins. Or 50 wins. So he had a stupid number of wins. And he yeah. debuted in 2002. So <laughs> what is the, I, I guess. You got to remember quick, that the first half this of this decade, that? literally no good rookies started. Like they, they really didn't start coming around. Let me put it Larson though. in 2014. But even then mm-hmm. he was still, Roush was, or not Roush, uh, Chip Ganassi wasn't as good as they are now. Mm-hmm. Let me put it in perspective this way. In 26, in 2006, Denny Hamlin debuted in NASCAR. By 2010, um, De- Denny, I believe, had. 11 wins at that point i can look it up real quick but the point is denny hamlin very talented driver um and had a lot of wins drivers who debuted in 26 or 2016 like chase elliott most six wins right now um it's just i think the competition is so much better than it was back then with the older guys that were still running did i spell denny hamlin wrong 
<laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> okay, so the, the racing reference is just not figuring itself out real quick. Hang on. But the point is, I think that the, the talent in like the, the way the competition is now, the good drivers are still good. The old guys are still winning races like Harvick. Tony Stewart for a long time in the mid 2000s, even Jimmy Johnson, Jeff Gordon. Um, I'm going to say even Jimmy Johnson, um, but you know what I mean? Like, I know, uh, it's, it's definitely to the point where it's like, I think that in, you look at younger guys that like got to start early in the 20, in like the 2000s, like Logano and Keselowski, who by all respects, I think because like Logano got his cup career going in the 2010s. Like, he only had one win in the 2000s, and I think only one other win after that at Pokemon? Yes, 2012. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not like Logano was lighting the world on fire before 2013. So, but by all respects, by debuts, like, yeah, like, it's just been tough for these young guys. So looking at Denny, uh, look at the numbers. Denny Hamlin has um, two, three, four. He had eight wins before 2010. So he only had two more than Chase, who debuted in the same time frame, 2016. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, Chase is on a good trajectory. Like, Chase yeah. is, 2020s are going to be very kind to Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson, uh, William yeah. Byron, and Eric Jones. Well, <laughs> I, Kyle Larson, I think, it, might, it depends on the package. Oh, that was one more thing I want. We'll get to that in a second. Um, yeah. I think. I don't know. Because what we've had twenty three wins total by guys who have debuted in this decade. I think yep. once we're still doing this podcast, totally in ten years, yeah, uh, totally. After the twelfth running of the Roval, we'll be talking about how there's a higher number uh, than that. Just because if you think about it logically, Bell starts his career next. You're talking year. about Haley Deegan winning her eighth championship. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Bell. So Bell stars. I think Bell could have. 23 wins by 2029. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. Also Cole Custer and Tyler Reddick. Yeah, exactly. And then if you look further down, Chase Briscoe, I think, will get Harrison to Cup. Harrison Burton! I think Cindric will get to Cup eventually. Harrison um, Burton is my guy that I'm looking at. I think... He's talented. Whoever else comes up. Jagger uh, Jones! Ty Gibbs. Or, Ty wait, Gibbs. No. Yeah, Ty yeah, Gibbs. I could see it. Maybe. Oh, that's another thing that we forgot to talk about. So did you hear the news about ARCA today? Yeah. Hmm. I like it. So, yeah. Sorry, I'm chewing. Um, <laughs> we can now save public. even more money. Bigger I, money. At big money. So a lot of people are saying that the ARCA Menard series is going to announce today that they're done. Like there will be no more ARCA. And I was getting a little sad. Oh, I fully expected it. I'm not going to lie. Then their huge announcement was, no, by the way, we're just literally going to eat these other two series and multiply, and then yeah. we're going to combine all three at the end for something really wacky that you guys have never seen before. I so, like it. <laughs> I love it, and I want some more of it. Which is it's good, be because so I thought a lot this year, especially, a lot of the ARCA fields have been very piss poor. Like, yeah. I think four cars finish on the lead lap at Pocono, and I'm yeah, not sure not if next year's Pocono race is part of that challenge they do, but if we can have some K&N cars enter that race, because uh, they're running the same chassis and whatnot, so... Mm-hmm. That means Haley Deegan is officially an ARCA driver. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yes, no. No lies detected. Yeah, no, nothing. And ARCA, nothing. Uh, for the first time ever, is going to be going to ISM Raceway. Oh, hell yes. That's yeah. going to be a great track for those guys. Great experience for them, too. Oh, man. They're going to have fun there, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, that's how you spell her name? Haley? No, no. I know how to spell Haley's <laughs> name. It's, it's H-A-Y-L-E-I-H-G-H-Y. Oh, uh, no. Um, no, it's this person who um, she's like my friend's. Focus on the pod. Um, <laughs> Shouts out Hushinia. Um, All right, do you want to give your uh, you're saying the new package or not the new package, but the the rules for 2020 have been announced. I want yeah, to hear your so, thoughts, and I'm going to go into mine. Um, well, from what it looks like, they're keeping the same body um, or the same package essentially with this low uh, low horsepower, high downforce, fun. 
Um, and then they've reduced, from what I saw, the hours you can spend in the wind tunnel, which means absolutely piss nothing. It just means that more teams are going to get engulfed by other teams. Like, hey, you y'all mind if we, you guys, be associated with uh, JGR or Yates or, or not Yates? Roush. I can't, wait, the- I can't wait for the uh, the ten and fourteen car next year to be under Stewart Racing and the forty uh, one <laughs> to be under Haas Racing. It's going to be so, I don't, I, it's just, oh, congratulations. You made it easier for the teams to manipulate their, uh, their finding. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I really, again, it, it needs to be high horsepower, low down force. I don't know why this is so hard for everyone to figure out, but I, I we're still here in 2020 next year. Like, wow, guys, let's make the cars even slower. I don't get it. I don't, I'm not here for it, but I'm, I'm still going to be doing the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, right. I don't know. I'm Keep giving more my... 750 packages. I don't. I, I. I can't stress this enough. I'll give my thoughts. So, I understand the reasoning behind why they're not making any changes. This is the first Brian year Francis since I want to say it's since 2008 to 2009 where there hasn't been any change in the rules, and I kind of like Wait, that. Really? Yeah. Like wow. none whatsoever. Like 2017 to 2018, they reduced the uh, spoiler like a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. 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 But, like when you legit. Say it no. Like they that, say. I realized that. You... Yeah. Like there's been minute changes, well, some bigger than others throughout the years, but now mm-hmm. with it being kind of a lame duck year next year because it's the final year before yeah. the Gen Seven, or should I say, the next Gen car, as they are calling it now, which I don't. I don't think naming a car was it Kavana. I think tweeted that said this is the Gen Seven car, so be ready. Yeah, no, I don't know why people are surprised. This is literally oh, it's so there's two two different things going on. So the new body comes out in 2021, right? Mm-hmm. But then the new engine comes out in 2022, and that's when. If this whole thing doesn't produce more manufacturers, then I think it's a little bit of a failure. And why I mean a little bit of a failure, I mean a wholehearted failure. Like, like I'm gonna go to Brian like, Francis' house and slap. Like him people face. legit need to be fired because I I castrate them. The whole thing. Watch I. Why I support this is because new manufacturers in the sport would be so good for literally everyone mm-hmm. involved. Um, but if the last for no since what 20 whenever we first started this thing going on with the lower horsepower if it's all for not then we basically just wasted half a decade of we when we could have been having 850 horsepower or at the very least 750 i think um, it would be hilarious if they're just like we tricked you guys we're gonna 1500 horsepower now <laughs> Like, we're going no, but, 270 miles an hour. So you got you got to look at it for a couple of things. So Gen Seven is going to debut with the new or with the current engine that's still in place. So it's probably going to be a tapered down 550 engine at the t- 2021 us. Daytona 500, which is going to be amazing for the Gen Seven debut because that horsepower package, and if it's going to be aero package similar. That's been incredible in super speedways so far. So that's going to be mm-hmm. a really good story. And that's why, not that Gen 6, <clears throat> I don't think you can call it a failure because there's been a lot of good races, but also a lot not. No, there's been days. some really good races. Yeah. And then there's but been others that I can't debut remember. debut race was the 2013 Daytona 500, which is Yuck. one of the worst Daytona 500s on record. Yuck. And I think, well, no, I, I think I know everyone does not want to have a repeated situation. Oh, yeah, that would be a very bad It's the first impression on basically a decade worth of racing. Uh, Mm -hmm. Or however long the next Gen Gen 7 car is going to last. So, which is why I think I'm I'm happy because I love the Super Speedway package and the the mile and a half package. Um, But then when the new engine comes around, if if it's a hybrid engine, then if it gets more manufacturers in the sport too, then I think it'll be considered a success. Plus I've heard Kozlowski speak on that. It might start out as a 550 horsepower engine with the new manufacturers, but once they get their, uh, their beaks wet and whatnot, um, then 
they can modify it to where they can add more horsepower to the engines. Okay, well that's so it's kind of it's kind of a long term process, which a lot of people, you know, they want, want now, they want they want results want now, yeah. Immediate gratification, which I get. That's human nature yeah. in a lot of things, but you got to be patient to get what you want sometimes. For sure. Okay. Well, that's <coughs> a good way of looking yeah. at things. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I remember back in 2004, I was reading like a Sports Illustrated uh, article about the Gen Gen Five or the Car of Tomorrow, whatever the hell it was called. Mm-hmm. Um. And they were talking about it in there, and they had no yeah. Uh, <laughs> they had no idea what they were talking about because when you looked at it, the only thing they could tell us was it's going to be bigger. Nothing about the spoilers. Nothing <laughs> about the downforce. Nothing about the splitters. It'll it was just bigger. like. The car will be bigger and safer. I was like, yeah. wow. And I was listening Remember, to... Remember, this uh, was also three years after the most recent death in NASCAR, and now it's been, we're 18 years removed. Yeah. So... Not, and I was listening to, I want to say it was Marcus Smith on the Dale Jr. Download this week, and he was saying that, kind of echoing what everyone else has been saying, that the, the new cars, he's probably seen a mock-up or something, but they, like, legit look like the street counterparts. Good. No, that would be fun. I hope good. that they go with that. That would be a lot of fun to see, like, legitimate Camrys yeah. that are just going, like, 200 miles an hour yeah. Daytona. Like, wow. Right? Yeah, holy shit. And that's going to be really good for advertising, too. Yeah. Wow, we, we, solved, we solved so many problems. And then Volkswagen come in like, look at this wide motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, no. What is it? The BMW. What is it? The big... You know what I'm talking about. The big M4 or whatever. You know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. The M8. I don't know. It, it's the meme where the car, the, the BMW is just bigger than Oh, I know what you're talking cars. about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Johnson was that way for a while. <laughs> um, oh, hell yeah. Let's, if that's the case, then you actually got me a little bit more excited for the Gen, Gen 7. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Well, now we just have to play the waiting game. My favorite yeah. thing to play with now. And um, also, uh, just going on that Marcus Smith thing, he was saying Nashville is not dead. Um, oh, good. Thank God. He, uh, I guess they just got a new mayor, so they're waiting to talk to him. Um, and they look at it because the city right now is more focused on the soccer stadium there, but they're saying they're going to use mm-hmm. it to advantage. Of course, the MLS uh, is it's such probably a it's definitely sport. not going to be on the schedule in 2021. It looks like, but maybe mm-hmm. a little bit after that. That's a shame. They honestly yeah. could have. I don't know. They, they, yeah. I feel like they could move quicker on that than a soccer stadium. I mean, if you go on Twitter like, right now and refresh just it, literally. Could they just play where the Titans play? <laughs> I mean, they probably could. I don't, I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't know about that. No, but uh, if right, you well, go on your Twitter real quick right now, you'll refresh and see a uh, like an artist rendition of what Nashville could look like, and it looks so good. Oh, man. That would be dope. Um, yeah. So we got 10 days until the Japanese Grand Prix coming up. Um, so yeah, I, I will be in... The heart of Alabama, not watching yeah, that race. Yeah, we will definitely not be watching that race unless unless we can find someone um, that is watching it at their campsite. We will probably not be watching it. I just noticed that um, Formula One subreddit has almost 700,000 subscribers. Yeah, it's yeah, like it's a yeah. worldwide phenomenon. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Who would have known? Right? Um, that's so funny because like, their top thing actually ended up on r-all. It says Sebastian Vettel. Bring back the bleeping V. Well, I can say it. Bring back the fucking V12s. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I, who would have known that Sebastian Vettel will want the car back that he won all his championships in? Right. Would have never thought. Um, I don't really. Oh, McLaren Racing. McLaren F1 to be powered by Mercedes Benz from 2021. There it is. That's what you were thinking, looking at right mm-hmm. there. So that's from four days ago. Yep. Oh, wow. Um, that's pretty cool. I don't really have much anything else going on um, NASCAR-wise to announce. I think that we pretty much hit all the all the stops right there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all for this week's episode. Next week, we will be talking a lot about Talladega Preview. It's, it's our favorite time of the year, so that's going to yes. be so exciting for all of us. But until then, I have been Anthony. And I have been Kevin, and happy spooky season to all. Yes, happy spooky season to you guys. Love you guys. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at LTLN Podcast. See you next weekend. Doot, doot.